This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Learn more about AEM's Farm Bill priorities at AEM.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. House Republican leaders have cleared an impasse within their own party that was set to prevent House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's debt ceiling legislation from final passage. GOP leadership agreed to remove biofuel provisions from the bill that would have pulled Inflation Reduction Act tax credits from the industry at the behest of Midwest lawmakers. One of those members was House Ag Republican Derek Van Orden of Wisconsin. If this final bill as returned from the Senate includes further provisions that do not show the proper respect for our farmers, our national security, or the future of nuclear energy, I will not vote for its passage. There will be no further negotiations from my office. Speaking on the floor Wednesday, Van Orden said he appreciated McCarthy's tweaks to the bill. I have the full confidence that he will take the opportunity to keep his word to this body and to the American people, and this confidence was earned by his willingness to remove several devastating provisions from this bill. But House Democrats and the Biden White House criticized the negotiations for failing to address their concerns over work requirement changes in the bill. Phil Brasher has more in his coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, the House Ag Committee heard from 10 farm groups in a two-part hearing today about their priorities in the Farm Bill. Committee Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson specifically asked the groups about proposed changes to crop insurance such as means testing or payment limitations. National Corn Growers Association President Tom Haig said those policies were untenable for NCGA. That would be a, a major disaster if, I mean, if something like that would happen to us uh, Mr. Chairman, because of, uh, with crop insurance, if we start having limitations and that, you might have some of the, your larger farmers not taking the crop insurance. Well, then you have less people involved in crop insurance. That's going to make it more expensive for that younger farmer then to get going. It's going to put his inputs up higher. So we need to keep the crop insurance right where it's at. National Cotton Council Chairman Sean Holliday offered similar thoughts. On my operation. Uh, my, my daughter's been in, in uh, a full partner in our operation since she graduated from college and uh, she, uh, I would have advised her not to farm if, if I thought those, those uh, would be implemented because that's the, that, that is limiting a, something that we're using as a true safety net, but it's, it's well below the cost. You know, you can't make money off of it, but it can keep you in business long enough to make it to the next wreck. Thompson said he'll need the groups and their members to help him educate the rest of Congress on the issue, especially since so many members are unfamiliar with farm programs. And quite frankly, some folks who have been, it wouldn't hurt to do uh, a little additional education with some of them. Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says this week's G7 meeting of agriculture ministers from around the world gave him the chance to advocate for American agricultural sustainability efforts. In fact, he said the broad approach pursued in the U.S. is superior to what is being tried in other countries. I think it's fair to say that the, the world is quite interested in what the United States is doing when it comes to climate-smart agriculture and forestry commodities and the partnership initiative, which we launched. A lot of questions uh, asked about it, great interest expressed on the part of my conversations with ministers. And it seemed to me as if the United States has a very comprehensive approach uh, in terms of climate, uh, along with our food system transformation effort. Uh, So I think the G7 meeting essentially uh, reinforced uh, the direction uh, that we're taking and certainly I think puts us, uh, puts the U.S. in a position to be, uh, continue to be competitive from a, uh, from a trade perspective. 
He compared the productivity-based approach to sustainability deployed in the United States to a handful of European countries, which appear to be more focused on organic agriculture and limiting agricultural inputs. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers brings ag equipment and technology manufacturers together to help producers use precision agriculture to produce more with less. We're calling on Congress to include incentives for the adoption of precision ag technologies in the 2023 Farm Bill. Learn more about our efforts at AEM.org. Again, that's AEM.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.